Hi, everyone, and welcome to the DigiTavern podcast. On today's episode, we dive into Pokemon Go Fest 2021 and AR gaming in general. We also talk about some Dallas gaming news and our thoughts on the new Steam Deck by Steam. Take it away, DJ. Barkeep, pour me a drink. Hey, Bar, spin that shit. much uh getting back to why we were taking a little bit of a gap here uh i've messed up my mic oh yeah i messed up my mic doing um finger guns i thought we weren't going to talk about it anymore (laughs) i don't know but anyway it took me a while to get it back because it took me a week to send it off but they just sent me a new one here we are with a brand new mic ready to roll again ready to get back into the groove you sound so excited. <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> yeah, you know, we all can't have your kind of money, you know? Just buy my Whatever. phone something, right? That's why I sent it in to get it repaired. And that's why they gave you another one, because they're like, this dude's got money. Just send him another one. Yeah, I guess they don't want to, they don't want a bad review or something. I don't know. You got to have the <laughs> I think elite. that's. I think that's what they, it, sometimes it, it probably costs them less to just send me a new one than it does to fix the issue. You know what I mean? That's usually how it goes. Especially when you have the elite's money, but yeah. Yeah, I guess. So. But anyway. <laughs> so what? Uh, anyway, what have you uh, been playing? What have you been drinking, dude? Uh, so since we have been in a gap, uh, I've been... Well, we were supposed to be playing Pillars of Eternity, but, you know, things happen. Didn't happen. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't play that. I know you did, indeed. <laughs> uh, but I, I, it's because, and mostly because, like, I've been wanting to finish. I tried, I tried really hard to play Mass Effect, to finish Mass Effect Andromeda, because that's what I was playing last time we talked uh, or recorded. And I got over a hundred hours into this game, and it's it's taking, it's just, it's taking too long. Like I'm hitting a wall. Kind of like what I, think I did. You're just trying to do everything, man. Well, I am, and that's the point. Though, like, I want to finish the game and never have to turn back around and be like, "Oh, I wonder if I would have done this." I don't do that. I want to finish it. It's kind of like with Outer Worlds. Like with the Outer Worlds, I hit a point in that game where I was like, "I'm done. I just, I'm done. I'm bored. I'm done." And I'm kind of there, but I'm kind of not there with Mass Effect. I just need to get back into it. Um, but uh, I've been so Baldur's Gate three has finally had its fifth patch installment. And uh, I've been playing that again. So, which is funny because I've played the introduction of that game at least six times now. And I'm about 80 hours into it. And I'm still not bored with that game. So, I yeah, It's just one of those things. I mean, if the game's entertaining, yeah, kind of... It's yeah. good. No, it's great. And then today... I've been thinking is, about doing Divinity 2 again. No, see, you, you, you just need to jump into boulders because I think from the first time that we played it, um, how unpolished it was compared to now, it is so much better. It's I almost mean, been like, a year. It fe- yeah, it feels like a brand new game. Like, honestly, that's kind of why like I keep playing as much as I have been because it does feel like a brand new game every time they patch it, and it's awesome. Um, but since so... So today, today is Wednesday, the 21st of July. Uh, Pokemon Unite has come out, which is a free, I guess, MOBA game that's coming on the Switch and to phones pretty soon, to mobile. And uh, it's not bad. I mean, that's what I've been playing. So but at least How much I'm, I'm you put into it today? Not, like hours or like money? Oh, they charge already? No, I mean like well, huh. I mean it's like any mo- it's like any mobile 
mobile game. Like there's in-game purchases. It's a Tencent game. That's all you got to say. It is a Tencent game, which is a little scary, but it's, I'm not putting any money into it. Like as of right now, it doesn't seem like it's worth it because if you just play regularly, you could unlock the things you want, which is great. But, you know, I like it now, but let's see if I. But let's let's see if I like this game as the time goes on, you know, if I stick with yeah, it. For a longer period. Yeah. For uh, sure. What about, uh, what have you been drinking? Oh. What are you drinking today? Right now I'm drinking water. <laughs> Stay <laughs> you know hydrated. What? Same thing here, but I'm actually drinking a Gatorade that I bought earlier. Well, I've been I've, I've been on that I've been on that meal replacement kick, so I have been drinking a lot of that. So I I drink my meal replacement now, so that's that's nice. It's weird. Oh, you're slim fast. Yeah, it's basically slim fast. Slim fast. Sim fast. <laughs> God, <laughs> just tortured that. Slim fast. That's bad. But unlike you, I have actually been playing a little bit of Pillars of Eternity. I did change the difficulty to story mode where I just got a click. So that's not really playing. It is because it's advancing the story. Um, Just watch a YouTube video. No, no, I'd still get the gist of it and like get to pick the armor and stuff. It's just if I were to play that game, because I was playing it on hard and if just, just every single battle was taking like 10, 15 minutes those for like the regular encounters and like bosses, dude. Oh my God. I would do it like four or five times and then still get wrecked, you know? So I was like, this is going to take forever if I just play like this. That's the and I didn't want to put it on. You're getting old. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I got the gist of it. Like, you know, I really enjoy that. It can get that deep. Yeah. I had to put down traps and stuff like that. But anyway, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Uh, I have, uh, like, I kind of want to beat that game just so I can kind of, I know we talked about doing Final Fantasy mm-hmm. or jumping into a Final Fantasy title. So I'm really looking forward to that. God, but I do want to get, I do want to finish up Pillars, even if it's just for you talk about it. Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. It's a good game. It's, it's a, I, I'm really, I would like to get through it as well, but I would like to get through it because I want to play the the second one because that one from my understanding yeah. is just so much better. Like it took everything yeah. from pillars of eternity one and just built off of it, which is, which is fantastic. It is. And it's crazy that I, I don't want to carry my character over because it was kind of boring. I'm not going to lie to you. You're, you're uh, what is it? What is it? A fur, 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 blug? He's in Orlin. Oh okay. yeah. Orlin. But the, uh, I picked, uh, well, anyway, I don't want to talk about it too much. We'll talk, <laughs> we'll get into that later. Big question. <laughs> But right now we're going to jump into some uh, Dallas gaming news. There's quite a few stuff that's uh, that's happened here lately, which is weird. It is, but it's good because we talked about that Dallas is becoming kind of like a gaming hub, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So the whole point of the Dallas gaming news is to you know be ahead of that, and the more content there's out there, the better for for you guys that are listening. So one of the first things is that QuakeCon did announce that it's going to be QuakeCon at home again, August 19th. They kind of had said it already, but they officially announced the dates and everything. Yeah. It's just August 19th, 21st, and it's just streaming. They got Twitch streaming, uh, some other stuff that's streaming, and charity. I'm not, not going to sugarcoat it. It's not as exciting. It's not. I'm not even going to participate. I'm just going to watch like the videos. I'm going to say it. This is this is lame. <laughs> just going to say it. This is lame. <laughs> Especially that we got like a land that we're going to on the horizon. Like, yeah. Skip QuakeCon. It's, but, it's but not. It, I mean, the, the thing is like you still have to remember QuakeCon is massive. It's like it's an international convention where everybody comes in from here. And again, we talked about this, I think, two podcasts ago. Not everybody's doing what Texas is doing. Like, no one, Texas is forcing everybody to go back to normal. And we've been lucky enough to, like, get by with it or, or get away with it, I should say, which is great. Like, uh, it's awesome. Like, we're, 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 we're getting back to normal. Things feel normal. 
people seem to be acting normal again, which is cool. But a lot of a lot of the country still isn't. A lot of the world still isn't, and and I and I totally get it. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean that is true because you you got people coming from all over the country for QuakeCon. Yeah, some of the stuff like uh you know Landfest local chapter Land on Night. It is kind of local chapter, so we get a lot of people from around here. Yeah, which is other, which is cool. Which yeah, is cool. I like is, to, I like to is. see them come around. Uh, you want you want to take the next one? Or you, or you want me to say it? I no, think I'll just do the whole thing. Well, here's the thing. I you know, you want to talk about oh the Houston one? I, okay, we can jump into the Houston one here in a second because I think that one's a little bit more, uh, a little easier to kind of talk about. I don't. I don't understand what's going on with Seven Eleven. What is? What is this? They have a gaming store. I don't get this. I don't get it either. But I actually want to make a trip out there to see it. And there's apparently two now. There's one in this town I don't know, and another town in uh, what was it? Plano. I think it was. I think it was in Irving. Irving. Yes, Irving. Because I read the article. Yeah. So it's. I don't know what they offer. That's why I'm really curious. Like they kind of hint at like you can go in there and play games, but you have to be on a list. Okay, I need to understand but though. Like, where is this hint at though? Because I've read this thing twice, and I'm like, I don't see gaming. There was another. If you look it up, there was another. Uh, there was another article that I didn't link, but I actually had like a picture of like where you can go down and sit down, and they had like a TV, and you can play. With your friends? Mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. This is crazy. But apparently they offer like some food and maybe like drinks. Not like, you know, grown-up drinks but or adult drinks, but like specific gaming stuff. Maybe you could buy like G Fuel there. I don't know. God, that is so lame. <laughs> it's very, it's new though. And it, but yeah, that's like the, the Laredo Taco Company. I guess it. They make tortillas there, and you could buy them. Yeah, okay. So it's weird. Before we get into this any further, let, let's kind of break this down a little bit. This article says another one, another one. And what they're talking about, what we're talking about, is that 7-Eleven, a 7-Eleven, what's wrong with me today? 7-Eleven <laughs> here in Dallas, Texas, or in the DFW area, is opening a store. But it's, it's, it's more than a convenience store. It's like, it's like... A cafe meets Seven Eleven meets a coffee shop and a taqueria, which is so weird. It's, <laughs> it is the most hipster thing that you've that I've ever read, except not because it's Seven Eleven. And so, whatever is going on, whatever it is, they're basically making these these new Seven Elevens that have uh, a place where people can kind of go in, buy, like actually have like real food, which is. Uh, they're working with Laredo Taco Company, uh, which is which is cool. I, I know nothing about them. I read I read this article. I read about Laredo Taco Company. Uh, apparently, they don't even have like a lot of stores here in DFW. Like this is going to be their second stop, which makes me wonder: Are they that good or are they that bad? Kind of thing. Um, but I mean, one of their biggest features, they, as they talk about in this article, is that they're going to have like hand self-serve made coffee they call it bean to cup coffee and espresso brewed after being ordered by a touch screen so it just sounds like a really high-end 7-eleven to be honest with you which i've been to you know standalone ones like the one in flower mound is uh it's it's, it's just a store right it's just a 7-eleven but yeah. it's not like the one that I go to in Lancaster. It's like a total opposite, right? Right. But, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I need to see it for myself. It is a weird I'm probably going to go out there, probably go out there this weekend, check it out, and I'll do an update on the next podcast. It's weird. But did, it, did it feel like, did I feel like a gamer when I walked in? I don't know. <laughs> we'll, hey, we'll see. you look like a nerd. Have some G Fuel. I just, I need to find this freaking... Uh, I'm going to throw Gatorade again, but their Gator Light thing is pretty good. And it keeps me, like, quenched. God, this dude is really hoping for a Gatorade, uh, like, sponsorship. <laughs> Jeez, just tell him you want a sponsorship. I just need to tell him, right? 
<laughs> so that's yeah, the, so that, that was nothing a weird says thing. Gatorade like me sitting on my fat ass and drinking Gatorade. <laughs> that's Gatorade. <laughs> that's half of Gatorade's clientele, my dude. <laughs> that's why they had to come out like, with sugar free. I just like that one meme I saw once was like intense people like freaking athletes doing all sorts of stuff and drinking Gatorade and it goes to like a guy on the couch just just sitting down drinking it. <laughs> yeah, that's you. I, I remember that yeah. story. All right, so let's get into uh let's move into the next one here. So our neighbors in Houston are getting a new esports arena, which is cool. Uh belonging Belong Gaming opens up a new arena in Houston, Texas, which is planning on expanding into North America, including Dallas. So it looks like we, we might get one as well uh, down the pipeline. Uh, they're I think it's like, I think the next one is going to be like Dallas. So and, and see, that's interesting. And that's pretty cool. And, and I assume I was wondering as I was reading this, why Houston? But then I thought about like Houston Outlaws with the uh, Overwatch League. Uh, that's their team, so that makes perfect sense. Because let's be for real, like the reason why the one in Arlington kind of exists is kind of because of Dallas Fuel, and because of yeah. all the other esports that we have going on in like the Mavericks North Texas. team and everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like the University of Texas at Arlington has like a esports program, yeah. so that made complete Which... sense, and it, it makes sense for Houston to get this. So this is pretty cool. It is. Uh, I don't know what competitive programming is, but it's, it's apparently that's a thing that they're going to be doing. That's Andy's uh, new also career, like, dog. Right. And also fan engagements, practice space for local professionals and amateur teams, and just an overall place for gamers to go hang out and play. I, I'm assuming we'll see Pokemon Unite at one of these Oh, at some point. I wouldn't doubt it. And... This is the thing. This is kind of going back to that conversation that we had about like Texas becoming a gamer's state. It's kind of nice. It is pretty cool that they're doing this because what that means is that like we're really starting to feed into the culture that is gaming or gamers. Uh, maybe you and I are not super big on like the competitive scene, uh, but gaming is gaming. And to see gaming be recognized as a regular thing is pretty cool. I mean, uh, I just think it's kind of cool that we're heading this direction, right? You told me 10 years ago they're going to be opening a freaking 7-Eleven for gamers. I'm like, get the hell out of here. I still need but, to see proof on that one, but yeah, I, I still need. Yeah, I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, but I want to see this Belong Gaming. I know there's like little ones out there. I don't know if this just seems like, because there are like, you know, little uh esports you've seen them right like little esports um mom and pop stores or whatever i have not but like these these guys with the big money are coming out like there's that shadowland up in like richardson or something where it's like you go sit down and there's 5v5 there's i think there's one in like DeSoto. these little ones that people pop up with but the big money with these, you could totally tell the difference. These guys got money, and they're just opening up esports arena, competitive, you know, practice places. Like it's, it's nuts to see it. Yeah, but I'm excited. I mean, and it is, it is pretty cool, and in combination with what's uh, what Envy's doing with while they're teaming up with uh, that company across seas that's coming over here and making those gaming hubs and those gaming places. For the same thing, you know, like for wannabe pro gamers and amateurs or whatever. Um, gaming, I mean, it's just going to get more and more of that kind of thing. I mean, I always kind of think. I really of, do. I kind of think of like, a, you know how like they say like in Japan, they have like those gaming cafes where people just live yeah. there and like that's all they do. I kind of get yeah. that kind of <laughs> image in my head when I think of these places, but I, I don't know what to expect, to be honest. But we'll see when it when it happens, and this is this is great. I mean, for us, like here for the Digi Tavern and its future hopes and dreams, uh, this is just, this is what we need to help us kind of build and expand uh, our our I guess our our brand. Yeah, I mean, just imagine like 
post up around outside these businesses and just do what we're doing, right? Yeah. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, it'd be great. And I I mean post up in front of seven <laughs> eleven. <laughs> that's that's so weird. It is. But Wait. anyway, that's that's it for Dallas Gaming News. Uh hopefully these get more involved. I do I do enjoy doing these because I want to be up to date with what's going on around this town. So Yeah, and it's it's yeah. growing every day. <laughs> so moving on to our main topic of the day. Let's get to the real Pokemon, stuff. Pokemon, the meat and potatoes, which is Pokemon Go. God, yes. More specifically, Finally. Go Fest 2021. Finally, something I so, actually care please about. Please <laughs> explain to me what Pokemon Go Fest is. Okay. I, you kind of did, yes. but I, I would like to know a little bit more. Okay, so Pokemon Go Fest is basically a convention, if you will, for people who play Pokemon Go. So in the past, Pokemon Go Fest was held at one city in North America, one city in Europe, and one city in Asia. And basically, it's a it's a huge convention, it's a huge party, it's a huge ordeal where they take over a city, a city's park or a city's recreation center or whatever it might be, and they turn it into a various amount of what they call biomes so that people can basically walk through all this stuff, experience Pokemon Go, both in their mobile devices and in person. And it's a just a really cool thing that happens for people who are big fans of Pokemon. And it's a way of bringing Pokemon to life in our world. And also, I guess, even more so in your mobile. And, and so, but these last two years, we've been playing Pokemon Go and having Go Fest socially distanced. So uh, last year was when they first announced that we're having Go Fest at a, at, a, at a distance so that means everybody had a chance to participate which was cool because there was a lot of people playing this year was no different and there's always a theme to these go fests there was a, a theme in chicago there was a theme in st louis uh there was a theme last year and there was a theme for this year which was um music and that's kind of what you do like there's a storyline there's a quest line and there are sp- particular pokemon that come out during go fest that may never come out throughout the the regular year but only will come out during go fest so it's kind of a flex if you can catch it uh and it's just a nice little way of saying like hey i participated but go fest is a is a pretty good it's a pretty big event and it's it's a lot of fun well nice that makes that makes sense i mean it's kind of i don't really know what to compare it to that's the kind of the first of its kind. I think I think that's why it's so interesting because it is one of the first of its kind because it's taking augmented reality, bringing it into the physical world with something that we have known since we were kids and kind of giving us a little bit of everything and making a huge event out of it, a two-day event out of it, which is great. And I don't know, I like... For those of you who don't know, Pokemon Go is made by a Pokemon company, of course, and Niantic. And Niantic has only has three other games out there that involve AR. Pokemon Go, uh, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, and I believe there's like a Jurassic Park one. Uh, but those other two are trash. Like, they're hot <laughs> trash. Like, they really are. They put Nobody, all their money in one basket. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, Pokemon Go makes them enough money to, like, support all those other crap games. And don't get me wrong. Like, I like those things, but, I mean, like, they're nothing in comparison to Pokemon Go, which is kind of crazy. So, you did say that they have it in others. They had a, they had it at one city Yeah. in the U.S., and now there's multiple cities. So... Right. This was the first time that they've had it. Well, let's let's be let me be clear about this. Was this your first one that you went to? Because you actually went to the Dallas uh, that park, right? Right. But here's the thing: is though, is like what we did here in Dallas was like we we picked a park to go play the game at, kind of like what everyone does um, on a regular day. So Dallas was actually not chosen as one of the hosting cities. Oh, okay. Uh, Austin was so our original plan was to go to Austin to play down there but 
when we found out what was happening in Austin, all it was was just like a uh, a photo op. So it was, yeah. it was basically just like a cutout of all the trainers and of some of the NPCs that are in the game. And you could go in there, take a picture, and then move on with your day. There was nothing going on. There's nothing else. There was no event. There was no setup. There was no nothing. It was That's, that's literally all it was. It's not Which, like that picture I saw of Chicago, right? Right. And, and that's the thing. Like, Chicago was the first city to ever do it. So Chicago kind of puts on for it and which is really cool like i, I like the fact might that might be this place to go uh, I guess. and i think that's going to be its its number one location to do it at uh because they did it at st louis but i'm pretty sure they've done it now twice in chicago but um the the rumor is because this this year what they did instead because we were socially distant they had they worked with a, a number of cities in north america in Europe and Asia and they basically did the same photo op in all these other cities so here in the United States I think we had like maybe 30 cities kind of host the same kind of photo op event and uh, a lot of people are speculating that maybe it's because they're trying to they want to host multiple go fests in in like cities throughout the country Uh, nobody really knows quite yet so we're gonna see and wait and find out what happens, but um, I'm, I'm. I think. Uh, I think they should keep it in one city. I do too. I'm a fan of that. People just show up. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like that idea. Get these nerds to actually travel. Yes. <laughs> just kidding. I like, you know what I mean. No, I, I I like that idea way better because to me that makes the most sense. Because I don't want to. It's not that I don't want to like have it here in in, in my city. I would love to have it here. As a matter of fact, I've been thinking about like where it could go here if it did come here. And instantly I think of like the fair park because the fair park is massive and it's a ton of walking space. Like you can do 10 miles walking in the fair park ground like we do for state fair and just play Pokemon Go. And it's already a really a hot spot to play the game. So I thought to myself, it'd be awesome if it was there. But, you know, for me... I don't think Dallas is ever going to get chosen like that. So I would love to be able to go to Chicago or St. Louis or somewhere else and play the game. And it, like, that'd be awesome. I, I don't want multiple events. I would like one, I'd like one big one where they just like put on, like they bring pallet town to life. They bring the Kanto region to life. That oh would, God, be would be sick. Amazing. That would be <laughs> awesome. I would love to that see that. And hopefully, hopefully next year we get back to, more normal than this year and that does happen yeah cool so let's talk about a little bit about pokemon go uh we i guess we had different experiences mm-hmm. with pokemon go i probably like the majority of the people got it like when it came out and just played it for a little while i never actually got into it yeah as much as you did one of the things I remember, it was I was playing it at the warehouse. And nice. There was like a, yeah, there was just Pokemon, just random places. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I would just walk around for a little while when I got home. It did get me to walk and just look for Pokemon. Yeah. But I lived in Lancaster and it was just kind of. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. 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 So I think that's what put me off from it. Yeah. And I was never really like out and about, you know? So that's the experience I had. Yeah. Obviously yours was a little bit different. And then the game is like, I think it's evolved since I last played it for sure. It has. Yeah. But that problem you had still exists. So uh, for people who live in like rural counties and rural cities, they still have that same problem where there's just not a ton of spawn spawn rates out there and mostly it's because the spawn rates are completely based off of like um like phones like where phones ping the most basically so uh there's a meme i I like to think about it like you know how people know like where there's traffic and stuff it's you know there's a lot of phones that are in this area yeah a lot of people have stopped yes there's no motion right so it's kind of the same thing i believe yeah it, it is 
And so, like, the more they notice that people kind of cluster in one location, the spawn rate is amplified. Uh, Unfortunately, there's not a way for them. Well, there is, but there isn't a way for them to, like, increase the spawn rates in rural counties or rural cities. uh, It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, without breaking the game's kind of, uh, I guess, behind-the-scenes networking. Um so it, it is a problem. It's always been. Uh, it's funny because there's a meme out there where it's like, you can go. There's a meme out there where it's got an image of a Pokestop and there's like one Pokemon, which is which is, it happens. Like Pokestops are supposed to be like, like place where they spawn on a regular basis, but then in the bottom half of the meme, it's like a Walmart and there's just like a crap ton of Pokemon, and it's true, because <laughs> like, people's cell phones are are pinging the network that they have that says, oh, there's a lot of people here. Let's throw out a lot of Pokemon there, and that's the way it is, kind of. So, but yeah. I mean, it, it's it's newish technology. It is, sure. and they they can. There are certain days, like community days, uh, spotlight hours, um, research breakthrough events, things like that, that kind of bolster the spawn rate. So, like you'll see a lot more in in a rural county, and a crap ton more at that Walmart. But that doesn't happen all the time. Well, that kind of leads us into like AR games because I want to discuss like is what I saw you guys playing mm-hmm. didn't even look like an AR game. It just looked like a video game. Yeah. When you guys were fighting, like is this still AR? It is still AR. Um, AR is. Like, are you still looking at Pokemon in the wild? Like you can, you definitely okay. can because so two patches ago, I would say two two three patches ago. They had enhanced AR. So when the new phones came out, when the new phones broke their new iOS, they came out with a new AR, and they made it to where it's so much easier now to see your Pokemon, and it's so much easier for your Pokemon, let's say your buddy that you're walking around with, kind of like in the game. Um, if you're walking around and you pull them out, you always pull them out with AR, and they blend in so well now with the environment. Now, of course, it's not perfect. The technology isn't perfect yet. So there is clipping. So sometimes if you have like a weird shadow, sometimes the technology thinks that's an object. So then you only get like half of your Pokemon behind the shadow, even though it should be like in the shadow. It's weird. Mm. It does happen. But for the most part, you can play the game out of AR or in AR. It's up to you. You do get a bonus if you do, though. How do you play it? I played out of AR because... um, Personally, you're I, well, <laughs> well, personally, like I don't like the idea of seeing like Pokemon in the back of a kitchen, <laughs> or like <laughs> in a warehouse, <laughs> or like in my car or something dumb like that. Like I and plus they've done such a good job with the overall graphics of the in game uh, in game now. Like the graphics look awesome now. So like they've done a really good job to enhance it and. We're getting really, really close to getting to 60 frames per second with this game, which is awesome. And I like to see that stuff. Like, they just had a, a big visual update with the last update that they came out with. So not only have they are... Because if you, you probably remember, so the original Pokemon Go had two uh, times a day, nighttime and daytime. And there was nothing in between. So with this recent patch that they came out with, there is now real-time skyboxes. So if you're playing like a dawn, you're going to get dawn and the shadows are going to be accurate to where the sun is kind of rising where you live. And same, that's pretty cool. Same thing when it's like sunset. So like twilight hour, you have the same thing. And the time of day changes in the app with the actual time of day in the real life, in real life. So they've done a really good job of like making that game look even more realistic. And the Pokemon look amazing now compared to the way they used to look very pixelated but now they look really good uh so they've done a really good job and it's it's hard for me to play in ar because they just they've just done such a good job to make the game look really polished so i like to see it that way no so i do want to talk about my first experience with ar games um it probably was like the nintendo ds i don't know if you remember that it would do this one game where you like take a picture of your face yeah and then it like it it pops out and starts flying around the room, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I didn't have it, but it, I know it, what you're talking about. Yeah, 
It looked so bad, but yeah, it, it was, was still AR. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. I also did like the PS Vita. Had a very similar thing. I don't remember Remember this. they had that? They did, because they also had like that thing in the back where you touch it. Oh, yeah. Remember the touchscreen the, the in the back. Yeah, the touchscreen, yeah. And they never took advantage of that. Never. Like, besides like one game where you would drag your finger and it looked like it would pop the world up in the game. And to me, that's kind of augmented reality, right? Like you're, you're, you're there, you're feeling it, you're... you're I don't know, interacting with the I game guess that, that, the, in a way. Yeah, that's that's true. Like that is that's a different way of looking at it. But yeah, you're right, technically. And so that was the other one that I had. And then of course, uh Pokemon Go. Yeah. Like seeing the Pokemon just there yeah. was pretty cool. It's awesome. I think it was cool. And I, I, I really think that like uh the future of it's gonna be kinda like realer if that makes any sense oh yeah no i have such high hopes for this because like just to to you know to, to prove that point though so when the game first came out you could pull your pokemon out in ar but it was literally literally just the sprite of the pokemon that you could interact with and it was in front of whatever object you had it in front of that was it um mm-hmm. you it was just like the image in front of I don't know, uh, a pond or, or a lake or something like that. Now that Pokemon can look like it's interacting with its surroundings. Like, like swimming on the lake or something. Well, it, be cool. yeah, you can like, some of them have like these motions where when you tap them, uh, they have a reaction and their reactions can look like they're actually naturally fitting into this, its surroundings. So it's actually really, really cool. And, you know me, uh, so so Mariana and I have started a, a a Pokemon Instagram, and we follow a couple accounts where their accounts are just about AR pictures, and the pictures that some of these people take is pretty pretty amazing, and a lot of them are not photoshopped. Some of them are, but a lot of them aren't, and how creative people get sometimes with these pictures is crazy, because sometimes they can really make a Pokemon look like. Like, it was actually there. And I'm not going to lie. When I take pictures of Pokemon in AR, sometimes I kind of move my phone. I'm like, hey, where did it go? I'm like, oh, right. It's in my phone. Because it's getting so much better now. It's it's more... You think that it's right behind yeah, you. Sometimes, right yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, right. I was like, wait, I'm going to move this phone. It should be there. And it's like, it's not. I'm like, damn. Like, it's getting real good. So I'm hoping at some point, I don't know, uh, maybe this is too much, but I'm hoping at some point, like, there will be a way for them to kind of, like, bring them out in a more realistic version, I guess, if that makes any sense. I mean, Chicago well, had that me, big egg, so why not? I, I mean, to me, I think the, the near future is definitely something like the rumored Apple glasses. Oh, Google glasses? No, it's the... Google that glass? Was, yeah, like, that was... It was weird, that... The rumored Apple glasses are supposed to look like regular sunglasses or regular glasses, right? Yeah. You can go and get them prescribed. That'd be awesome. I'd it, do that. And it just illuminates like the, the stuff in the glasses, right? So maybe there's like a Pokemon Go app and they just pop up. I would do that. I would buy those just to play Pokemon <laughs> Go. I, do, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be but, the only thing. Like if I don't have to wear a giant VR set, that'd be great. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. It's just a rumor, but get I there. think that's kind of the future where we're heading. God, could you imagine that? And like, you can see the Pokestops like above, like the signs of whatever it is. Like, if it's like a, a recreational a, a rec center park uh, sign, and you see the Pokestop above it, and you just spin it in game, and it spins through those glasses. God, that'd be sick. That would be cool, but. I don't know. At the same time, it'd be dangerous. People just, oh, let me follow Snorlax. Oh, it's a bus. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. There's a lot. There's a lot to that is, that is still be a, ironed out. Well, uh, which, which is funny because, like, remember when Pokemon Go came out the first time, people were like, don't trespass. It's, don't do it. <laughs> and I guess it's, I don't know, I, I may be thinking differently, but technically, 
it's less distracting than looking at your phone, right, while you're walking, if it's like right in your eyesight. So it might actually be safer. Who yeah, knows? yeah. I mean, like we'll we'll leave it to like uh, smarter people to figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, that's that's Pokemon Go. I do think that AR games are kind of immersive, like in a way, especially like yeah, Pokemon Go and stuff. If they add stuff like they were talking about, oh yeah, well that would be insane. It's great. Uh, overall, do it. you think they're um, like uh, it's an immersive experience to play AR, or do you think it's just kind of a gimmick? I think I think it's completely based off how you play it, honestly, because you can choose to ignore AR completely, and it it, it just feels like a uh, like a tap tap game, like you you remember like tap tap revolution. Yeah. Uh, so it can just feel like that, uh, which which is okay. Um, that's not terrible. Uh, but if you choose to like, if you choose to walk around with your buddy, if you choose to like feed your buddy, to pet your buddy, kind of like in, kind of like in the DS games, like you could always like pet and interact with your with your Pokemon. Um, it's the same thing. Like if you choose to do that stuff, it kind of makes those Pokemon feel more alive as you're playing with them. And and for me at least, like I feel like I, I'm having a bit a better bond with my with my particular pokemon which is really cool because like that's what you want you want to see that happen and then on top of everything else like we've got you know pokeballs that are that we can connect to our phones through through bluetooth that are connected to the game so as we're walking around you know our pokeball we can click our pokeball and catch pokemon while walking that's true i forgot about those that was pretty so I mean that was kind of cool yeah, accessory. I'm and not gonna lie. Exactly, and like you can put a Pokemon in that ball, so while you're walking around, they're actually helping you spin stops so that you don't have to constantly be looking at your phone. So there's a lot of ways of like enhancing that immersion kind of process. And honestly, like I'm not gonna sit here and say like I like I'm a 30 year old man. I'm a 30 30 year old adult ish. And uh, I'm not going to be like, every time I put on my Pokeball, I feel like I'm a trainer. But I'm not. But I mean, like, I'm not going to say that I don't feel like a trainer when I do it. <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is, if I was like 10 years old or 11 years old at the height of Pokemon, and I had all this stuff, I would feel like I'm actually, I would feel like the way I wanted to feel like when I was a kid. Like, I'm in the world of Pokemon. And that is, that is awesome. Imagine, yeah, that'd be cool. Imagine with the glasses too. You actually oh, have people out there battling. That'd be great. And see, here's the thing. <laughs> well, here's the rumor. The rumor is, um, for Pokemon Go, they're they're rumoring that they want to make to make the game more social, because it is a very social game already. You know, they introduce trades, uh, Pokemon battling, uh, long distance remote raids. So I can you know raid here in Dallas, but I can raid at a gym. That, that I was invited to by a friend of mine who lives in Poland and take on Mewtwo or something like that. So they're saying that they're actually going to make a little, a new patch or update or something that lets players see their friends in game walking with their buddies if they're walking in the same vicinity. So, oh, that'd be cool. So that's kind of, they kind of do that stuff with the Vita. They had the, uh, like the technology's there, they had the uh, I forgot what it was called, but like you would, oh no, even uh, I think it was Nintendo a DS. had it yeah, too. Yeah, it was a DS. They had yeah. the step thing. Yeah. Yeah. So every time you'd pass by someone, like it would ping. Maybe it like yeah. it would tell you. Yeah. yeah. So the technology's there. I could, I guess, I could see something like that. And that'd I, be kind of cool. I honestly think they're just kind of like trying to um, iron out the um, privacy stuff because yeah. uh, Niantic is a little bit better with the privacy stuff than let's say Tencent because we talked about them earlier uh, so I think they're still trying to you know workshop that idea out but I think Get that would be awesome their lawyers and all that <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be awesome you know like because that's the part of Pokemon that I think makes Pokemon Pokemon, Pokemon yeah exactly because yeah. it's like you see another trainer in the game and if you lock eyes you know according to like Pokemon if you lock eyes with another trainer you have to battle so if that the yeah, music's got, yeah the music burp, comes on burp, 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 burp. <laughs> i mean like that'd be cool because i could see the commercial now yeah right oh dude 
like they when they did the update for uh, Pokemon Go, they had a commercial with this kid. He's like watching the anime, and his mom buys him uh, a Squirtle plushie, and he's like ten, nine or ten years old, and he's growing up, and he still has his plushie, and then he's getting older. He's becoming like a teenager, and he puts the plushie away. He's not using it anymore, and then Pokemon Go comes out, and then he starts catching Pokemon again. And the first Pokemon that he makes his buddy is his Squirtle, and so like now nice. he's like an adult. And he's like playing with his, you know, he's bringing his buddy out, pulls him out, and he's playing with him, and he feeds him, and he pets him, and then he puts his phone down, and then of course, because it's a commercial, uh, they're able to put Squirtle alongside of him as he's walking out of his house. And so like, it's just him, you know, buddy and buddy walking out of their house, like together. And then as he's walking down down his neighborhood, like, there's a ton of other people walking around with their Pokemon. And it's like, that's... That's cool. That's what sold me. That's what I was like. Yep. That's awesome. That's it. That's what that's what All makes right. this special. <laughs> All right. To end this topic, what is your buddy? Right now, I uh, is Militech. God, you switched him out right now. No, yeah, no. that's like that's like replacing Pikachu. No, no. My 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 first buddy was Vaporeon. Was Eevee. I evolved Eevee into a Vaporeon. And Vaporeon and I spent like 200 days together. <laughs> and uh, after I get like... And you got tired of her and kicked her to the curb, right? No, no. The thing is, is like Vaporeon actually stays in my Pokeball, which is funny because Vaporeon spins my, my Pokestops for me. Um, but the thing is like there's a buddy system in Pokemon Go that, you know, you want to get a badge for them that says that they're your best buddy. So... I'm happy to be like I'm happy to be like yeah Vaporeon is my best buddy Blastoise is my best buddy uh, Empoleon is my best buddy I'm a water type person so yeah but yeah <laughs> I can tell <laughs> I just gotta get grass type and kick your ass yeah that's true <laughs> alright so yeah I mean that's Pokemon Go and Pokemon Go Fest um, and AR I might, games I might try it again we'll see you should it, 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 I think it'd be a lot more fun now that you're living and Somewhere I can just walk around. Not even like just like open the phone and you probably have like six stops in your vicinity. You could just spin them from your apartment. Oh my god, nice lazy gaming. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, so real quick for our digi chat section, digi digi chats, digi chats. Uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this, but Steam did release. Uh, well, it hasn't been released, but they announced. Their handheld. The Steam Deck. Yeah. Their handheld, the Steam Deck. Uh, what is it? It's basically... A DS. A PC. <laughs> no, it's basically <laughs> a computer uh, that runs a, 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 a Steam OS, mm-hmm. so you can play your Steam video games on there. Yep. Uh, it's got like a AMD chip in there, I believe. Trash. And it's very similar to like the NVIDIA Shield, which that ended up being like an Android phone. So this is more like an actual personal computer, and I'm excited. I just want to see how powerful it is. I want to see what, you know, I want to see the benchmarks is, all, is what I'm saying. Okay, so if this if this um, Steam Deck runs the majority of the games you play off of Steam in medium graphics, like that's the benchmark is medium, mm-hmm. would you buy this? Probably. I don't think I would. Because they show, like, the dude playing Baldur's Gate 3 on there. I was like, oh, that'd be dope. Yeah, but that's just, like, a video, you know? Yeah. And then there's a lot of, like, games that are older now that I'm playing on, the on like, Steam. Like, I got some Final Fantasy games on there. And just sitting down, kicking back, watching TV or something that I don't really care about and playing. It'd be kind of cool. But it's just... It doesn't make sense where I'm at right now. It's just I'm too close to my computer no matter where I go. Okay, but see, the thing is, is like for people who are like you who are still playing Final Fantasy 1, they have emulators now on their phones if they have Androids, and they can just play that game on their phone. Which, so yeah, yeah, I mean, this is not for everyone. I honestly don't think it's for everyone. This is, I don't, but I don't understand. It's, it really gets closer to that one device that I always told you that I've always wanted. Right, a DS. The one device, <laughs> no, the one device that I just carry 
It plays all the games. It's my phone. It's my computer. It's everything. And this is kind of pushing it towards that. Kind of like where people were like, if you want VR to be successful, you kind of have to support it so that people know that there's interest. Yeah. So this is why I, don't I would care buy about it. it. I would buy it just to kind of like support show it. Show that there's there's interest in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want, I want that type of device. I get that. Like if I could get my phone on there or just like hook up some freaking, I don't know. You know what I mean? No, I, I, That's I get it. I get it. But I mean like I'm, I'm, you know me, like I don't care for like mobile devices or handhelds. Like literally if it wasn't for Pokemon Go, I would not use my phone nearly as much as I do. Yeah. And I, I just, I wouldn't. But... I get it. It's cool. It's affordable. I mean, it's affordable, which is which is great for people who are gaming on a budget. Because as we've said before, PC gaming is a luxury. And yes. if, if you're spending three hundred bucks for this uh, Steam Deck, and that's the price of a console that's able to run a bunch of different games, and yeah, some plus I got games. the money, so fuck it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is cool. I mean, like I appreciate that. Uh, I I don't mm. know if I would buy one. It's not. It's not in my wheelhouse. I mean, like, like, just like David said, buy it so that I could sell it to his ass like a couple <laughs> years later. <laughs> I mean, like, the fact that you were talking about it last night, like, you're like, man, it's gonna replace my my PC. It's gonna replace everything. It's gonna. I was just like, what is going on? I was like, oh, that, that hurt me. A part of me was hurt by this because I was like, I was like, the dream is is to have the setup that we want. And yeah. to make the computer the way we want to make the computer to have it run, to function. And I, I did, I did realize to, the, the dream is mostly the peripherals for me, because I kind of just want a box that I can just stuck stuff stuck away somewhere and it's just out of the way, but it's powerful, right? Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking about uh, getting a one of those like all in ones or maybe a, a laptop that I could just kind of store away. But I still have all the power and all the accessories and stuff. Yeah, I've always so liked laptops, but I don't know. Again, we'll uh, see. It, it's still if, if I'm gonna have it sitting on a desk, I might as well just have a desktop. All right, everyone. Uh, thank you for listening to this episode of the Digi Tavern podcast. As always, you can find us at the Digi Tavern on Twitter. Uh, we still have that. Forgot uh, about that. Link tree. I just forgot. To, we'll link it in the description. But you can find us all our social medias at DataBots for me, at J114 for JC. And stay tuned for the next episode of the DigiTavern podcast. Hand boning. Is it authentic? It's, it's authentic. Let it happen. I can't hear it. Oh, dang. I got to get right up on the mic the, next time, That's the guys. noise gate. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next All time. Right. Let's, uh, let's wrap it up. Let's call it a day. This has been the DigiTavic Podcast, episode 32. We'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.